I agree. Go rogue. Do your own thing. Go rogue, rogues. Rogue, 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 I want to die. I want to... I'm done. It's a wrap for me. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm so exhausted. And uh, I've got one more day of work tomorrow and then I'm on leave for a weekend off the Tandem Sands. I don't know, dude. What's your weekly update? What are you doing? Pick me up, dude. Fire me up. Well, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to come up with that because mine's <laughs> about death death as well. <laughs> yeah, that's legit. We need to rebrand. Now, well, mine gave me new release... Uh, oh, no. New lease on life. There you go. That's yep. a saying. Um, nice one. New release on life, almost. <laughs> nearly, nearly. Um, yeah, well, I, was, I flew up to Byron Bay, and um, as the Wait, like, it was what? a pretty yeah, it was a pretty chill flight. And then at the last like probably half of the flight, it was a fair bit of turbulence as we're kind of slowly de- descending. And then uh, you know you just look out the window and you just like chill and you can see everything when you really low to the ground. It yep. was about at that point. It was I felt like we were probably 150 meters off the ground and we're like heading towards That's the runway. Pretty low. You know the trees are cleared because you're on the final descent. And um and then all of a sudden the plane just goes nose up and max power. Whoa. And I'm just like oh my god and like it's not going up. So like oh. the plane is staying at the same level above the ground all the way across the runway and over the ocean. That's and, nuts. Um, and we just keep flying straight out over the ocean. We get a little bit more air and I'm just like, this is it. Like we're just going to crash land on the ocean. This is, uh, <laughs> this is how I go out. I lo- I, I'm a good swimmer, but like we're going out pretty far and I was like, this will test me. <laughs> <laughs> Doss, here's one for you, mate. Here's one yeah. for you, mate. Nice and early. I reckon I would survive a plane crash. I honestly reckon that... I would be the lone survivor. <laughs> That's what I was uh, thinking. <laughs> I say this to people a lot, and people say, people say, don't joke about that. It's like, hey, I mean, it's kind of uplifting. It's kind of empowering. I yeah, don't just think don't, I don't can... fly with me. But <laughs> I mean, I, t- I I technically have a I can't die attitude, but in particular, yeah. I always whenever I'm on a plane, I'm just like. So I read this book once. I forget what it was called, but it really struck stuck with me. It was a story of a lone survivor in a plane crash and how he just like MacGyvered his way through like the, the woods and built his home and like animals and stuff. And that really resonated with me. So now it's like, yeah, I, I kind of just, you know, I embrace it a little bit when I'm flying. I sort of don't, um, you know, cl- clutch at the handrest and sweat when we're flying or taking off. I'm just like, I will, I'll be the lone survivor. I get my press conference speech ready and everything. And it'll be a viral <laughs> moment, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I was trying to think of how I would, so I even looked at the freaking um, uh, brace position again on the like little no. piece of paper <laughs> over there. I was like, better double check. <laughs> I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I was scared. I was scared shit. Oh, really? Uh, and then even like the second time as we came around and, um, and then the guy was like, the pilot's like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try again. And I was like, bro, I don't think this was is like... like a trying scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do or do not, there is no try. Um, yeah, imagine right. imagine if he was like, oh, that was close, guys. I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did have a really calm voice when he did speak, and I was like, okay. is that why it took so long? But I think that's because it took so long for us to get over the ocean and like before you would address us. And he had to calm yeah. down first, I reckon. 
And that, uh, does, that happens all the time out yeah. here, I've got to say. It happens all the time. What, plane crashes? No, bloody failure to land where the plane just comes down and it's like, nah, actually, I might just scoot out. Yeah, <laughs> no, plane crashes don't happen out here, mate. We've got Qantas out here. Qantas doesn't crash, knock on wood. All right, so we've, we've <laughs> spoken about a near-death well, experience. Well, all, uh, all my plane crashes are usually just my relationships. That's my, my specialty. <laughs> I'm a lone survivor of them. I, I just feel sad. It just makes you feel sad. Um, yeah, well, you, I'm matching your, your negativity you laugh, to start us off. You laugh or you cry. You laugh or you cry. That's right. Don't fly with Dan or uh, Pross or Doss because we are, we are willing for that plane to go down. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're wrong, it. if we're wrong and we're not the lone survivor, then it's not like we're going to be around to have egg on our face anyway. <laughs> Um, exactly. It's not a situation look, someone's going to be at your funeral or your wake and just be like, I told you so. I told you <laughs> yeah, you exactly. We're on record. We're on record now. Um, look, <laughs> you're right. Speaking about plane crashes and you know most of them being relationships, I reckon nights out have been some absolute plane crashes for me as well. And that's why we've got a really important one today for all the single fellas and all the single ladies, uh, the road guide to clubbing. Going to give you some of our uh, tips and hints based off on our experiences and I think even I can join in on this one. I have had a lot of experience indeed. Um, I've had a lot of good nights, great nights. In fact, some of the best nights. Even when, you know, a lot of the time, I'll be honest, my objective was to hook up and I can, uh, can admit that. I was Oof. going out there with a, with a motive, with an agenda. And I was trying to find a, a lovely, lovely person, lovely lass. Just trying to, to find love, home. that's all. Yeah, just yeah. trying to find love. Uh, yeah, I guess. Love. Sometimes I was trying to find love. Um, but... <laughs> But as Doss would have said uh, in the very early moments of last episode, look, I struck out a lot, did not end up with too many of those girls and uh, wasted a lot of nights. And I, in my early days, in my younger days, when I didn't have the, you know, the autonomy and the independence to sort of enjoy a night out for what it was, and I would only base it off of if I was successful or not, um, I consider that I have a lot of wasted nights where I just wasted money, got a bit bitter at the end. Life sucks. The, the girls don't like the nice guys. They just like the mean guys. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some good nights and some bad nights clubbing, that's for sure. Yeah, I think it, it, it's certainly the same for me. I think it's the same for most people. No one has a 100% hit rate. And if they did, I'm worried because they clearly don't drink hard enough. And there's, a, there's a fine line. Um, I've had nights out where I've been in the line to go out. And then I've just woken up the next day. Like, I've just blacked Whoa. out and just woken up. And I'm like, hmm, I feel like that's kind of a waste of a night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember a single part. <laughs> but I think in the end, it's always been, you know, the club's always been my second home. Uh, you know, cure, it's a cure to all pain and suffering. It's the modern man's church where all sins can be forgiven until uh, Satan, Satan himself, the bouncer, kicks you out and then you're know, back to reality after that. <laughs> so true, so true. And uh, we've got some great advice and some great tips here for you. Starting with step one, Dos. Step one. Well, this is where the night starts and it is Priest. Priest is oh, the... Love hearing that word. <laughs> it's the launch pad for the night. And uh, it's, it's where a lot of the best moments happen in the night. So uh, I've had mates lose a beer pong and just end up doing nudie runs. You know, I had to <laughs> scull a king's cup out of a kettle once. That was uh, interesting. And it's a great opportunity as well where there's few people you haven't met before, and especially when it's yeah. with your squad and you know everybody's, you know, you know all the never have I ever's. And then when you do yeah. play never have ever, you get to shame whoever's brought yeah. a girl over they're trying to impress or they brought a guy over, you can yeah. just shame everyone. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah the, never it. have I ever is is a powerful thing. And early on in in friendships and maybe drinking and stuff, it was a classic because you didn't really know how depraved how degenerate some of your mates <laughs> were. But uh, after if you never have ever is, you actually kind of feel like, oh, maybe there's a bit that I don't want to know about this person, uh, and you can just uh, not go down that road. But you can it can be used um, if you if you're the newcomer in a group of people doing never have ever expect to be targeted i reckon that's that's probably fair to say yeah well i i I feel like it's kind of the opposite like it's also a great opportunity to flex because when people are like oh never have i done this super cool thing you can just like like, yeah no i've done that and it's like a bit of a power play well what about what do you think about the power play where you do a never have i ever that you've done to flex oh nah nah that's bullshit no people (laughs) do that are the worst kind of people oh like Never have I ever done this awesome thing. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Oh, oh wait. Oh, I'm so never embarrassed. Ever, never have I ever got on Bitcoin in 2011. Oh, wait, oh, I do. Right, I don't know. <laughs> 1%. That's a oh, 1% no, no, thing to do. Uh, no, they're like, oh, no, actually, it was 2009. So, actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> <from way earlier." laughs> yeah. Oh, I better put my finger back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pree's the best. Pree's gives me goosebumps. And honestly, a lot of the time, and there's always a big part of the group that's just like, no, don't leave Pree's. Don't leave the yeah. house. We Don't go clubbing. <laughs> it's always bad. You're going to be sad again, Dan. You're always oh. sad after clubbing. Don't do it. It's like, not tonight. Is not this, tonight. I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd, have it at, we'd have it at mum's house all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah. My house was sick. Had a pool. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and mum would be like, yeah. don't do it, Dad. Don't, you know, have some self-respect. <laughs> mum, yeah. not this time. Trust me. Someone's going to love me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find you a daughter-in-law, mum. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm bring Mine. one home from the, the rolling rock. The, the old rubbing cock. <laughs> shout out to the rock. The cock. Yeah, shout uh, out, to the rock. K- shout out yeah. KBs for the international oh, lovers out there. KBs. One of the favorite bars I've been to. Um, yeah. But I do want to highlight on that that there is a big difference between pre's and a house party. There's a big difference. Uh-huh. I think when it's uh-huh. pre's, yes, you, the goal is to go out. You know, you should be going right. by 11 most of the time. No later than that because the lines are a nightmare. But if it's a house party, I I can't stand people that go out on a house party. Really? I'm like, yeah. If the house party, as long as it's not just, just your group, as long as there's an expanded crew of not your usuals, so there's people you haven't met before, there is no reason for you to go out. Like, it's a house party. Like, there's a reason for the party. You can go clubbing any weekend, just about any night of the freaking week, especially in Melbourne, which I've found out the financial hard way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a house party. You, and there's so much fun. You, know, you only get a couple a year. The older you get, the less you get. It's yeah. shit. There's some of the best times. Honestly, I, I totally agree. I, I was a little bit surprised to hear that from you, though, because I feel like you're a type of person that um, that goes, you know, dances to the beat of your own drum. But shout out episode one, house parties, if you want to get some more advice on how to make a house party that people don't want to leave. Because maybe sometimes oh, yeah. the party sucks, people want to leave. Anyway, step two. Um, you've been drinking a lot at Pre's, fair to say. You're trying to save your money, trying to get buzz. You want that car ride, that taxi <laughs> ride, that bus ride, that Uber ride, whatever it is, the walk. You want it to be as jovial and merry as possible. So you get to the club. Yeah. First thing you do, most calm, of the time, beeline it straight to the bar. It's straight to the bar <laughs> and you're going to get something that's either going to absolutely get things crazy, probably a shot or a few shots or a double shot or a... I mean, shots really is probably what, what often happens. But, uh, you know, maybe it's just you're, you're judging by the line. You want to manage yourself and you want to get maybe two drinks at once. Or maybe you want to get a jug and split it. Or maybe if you're like Doss, maybe you get a jug and that's your friend for the <laughs> night and you uh, make the most of that. But drink management's a huge thing. Now, Doss, you know me uh, very well. I've, I'm a big 
proponent, I think it's a proponent, of the TACVOM, the tactical vomit, as some oh, might say. God, here we go. Um, every third episode, I, you bring this up. I, I swear. At least I'm not every talking about episode. Awake. <laughs> I, mate, I wouldn't be surprised if you did a TACVOM at Awake. After a ceremony, you just uh, blast it. You're like, oh, I've done a TACVOM before the wake. <laughs> dust, dust, dust. Talk it up. Talk it up all you want. But really, you know that uh, there's a time and a place. And there's been times when it's won us competitions. And there's been times as well where... <laughs> You have to also not just manage your drinks, but suss out your environment. If you're feeling like you're on the edge, always know where the lose are. I can't tell you how many times I've had a shot and beeline straight for the lose, or I've had to scull a drink, (laughs) beeline straight to the lose, or I found pot plants. Potted plants in the corners of clubs. Oh, no. Often people aren't watching those <laughs> spots. Not condoning this. Uh, <laughs> Dust, I'm trying no. to spit. I'm trying to spit facts here. I listened to fucking. <laughs> well, admittedly, I did. I did listen to Step One Prees, which was very good. But my personal <laughs> suggestion, and it's just a suggestion. It's the road guide. It's tips. It's guides. It's not laws. It's not rules. <laughs> Find the right corners. Find the right, you know, quiet place. And I, I find that pot plants are a good place to hide that. I've got a pretty, pretty high strike rate. Three, three from, uh, three from three actually of non-spotted, literally tactical stealth bombs in plain sight. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> have, you sp- have you spotted at some point? <laughs> and yeah, not yet. And uh, I don't. There's not too many clubs in Longreach. Let me tell you that. And by not too many, I mean zero. <laughs> so. I think I'll have a perfect record forever. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I did want to highlight, though, you mentioned, like, as soon as you get to the club, you go straight to the bar. I actually have a new look on that of from literally last weekend because, like, oh. I like I just drove up to Sydney and I got there at, like, 9 o'clock and uh, my cousin was like, oh, come out. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> just jumped in an Uber and went to the bar. So I was sober as hell. And, um, oh. and then as soon as we got in, they were had a fair buzz. So they were like, oh, let's hit the dance floor first. And I was like, oh, man, I... You know, I feel like I need a drink Rough. first. Um, but I was like, stuff it, I'll go with you. And had a little boogie. And once you get that sober, hideous dance out of the way, you're just like, oh, wow. You know, I'm a lot more relaxed now. You know, I, immediately once we got to the bar, they gave me three shots. But like, I felt like <laughs> I was still at a good level before them. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you yeah, trying to like uh, have give uh, like some preachy don't drink, go out sober type oh, strategy? Is that step no, three? No, 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 Be no. sober. I'm trying to. I, 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 <laughs> I think I think you should hit the dance floor for five minutes and find your vibe, and then start drinking from a man that blacks out Dumb. all the time. So this is something that Dumb might, rule. I think, might change. Bad I'm not matured, not man. Condone. <laughs> I don't like it. I think that sounds sad. I, I think that's right. All right well, uh, step three. <laughs> <laughs> similar to how we uh people come into listening to this uh podcast it's uh have mm, no expectations mm. um the, <laughs> the, like the best you can't nights. be disappointed exactly can't be disappointed some of the best nights are the most spontaneous nights i think one of my favorite nights out was i just had a mate come around after footy and we had like oh, we'll have one beer watch the footy watch the footy it was a really close game so we had a few beers and then i was meant to pick you up from the airport at like seven 8 a.m. Wait, or something. What? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we're like, oh, we'll go out. We'll go out for one drink. We had one drink. They're like, we'll go out until one. Had until one. And then all of a sudden we ended up at the dingiest club possible. Like, we're on the bikers <laughs> hang out. And then it was like 5.30 a.m. And I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick up for um, a couple of hours. What happened to me? Yeah, I picked you up. I went home, had a nap. Luckily, I stopped drinking a bit early, so I was a little bit sober. But I had no sleep, and it was incredibly painful. But I still picked you up. 
Wow. Yeah, I think I can vaguely remember that. Probably went to one of those chicken places that you love on the way home at a oh, yeah. on, on the side of a road or something. But okay, well, that's kind of painful to know, I've got to say. But I agree. Step three, no expectations. Admittedly, that's what I was saying in my uh, opening spiel is that I always had expectations. I was like, oh, this is the night. Mm. Am I going to find love or I'm going to the other alternative that's also, you know, good temporarily? Um, Who has found and yeah, love like I said, on a night out? I've come to think of it. I can't even think of it. Oh, I actually have one mate that met a girl at 18, and he did do one of your tactical vomps just before. Naturally. That's how naturally. Met, that's how he found her. I'm not going to mention names because I don't know if she knows that part of the story. But Shout out Tac <laughs> Vom friend. Big fan of the show. That's why we can't shout Big him out. Fan. That's how he can't yeah. use his name. Uh, he's had step two well. and he's like, that's it. That's it. That should have been on the first date. You always have the tag bomb at the first date. Definitely. Um, and you might have to. Anyway, we, we'll revise the last episode, I think, now. Step four, mate. This is a tough one. Do you know what I hate more than anything, mate? I hate wingmen. I hate the concept. Oh, <laughs> forced it, mate. Forced it. No one's laughing. No one's laughing. No one think that's funny. That was weak. That wasn't good. No one's laughing, mate. What are you laughing yeah, well, about? It's not as no weak laughing. as your steps. So, or your all your freaking <laughs> weekly updates. Jeez, they've deteriorated. They started mate, you so put strong. The week, you put the week in weekly update, mate. Come on. <laughs> well, now that we've got listeners, you are a deteriorate. You're crumbling under the yeah. pressure of having an exciting week. And the audacity, mate. I'm about to go on another awesome trip. And hang on. While we're on the topic <laughs> of bloody weekly updates, you promised me that your weekly update would be about the sweet lunch that you went to last Friday or something. And I said to you, when we, before we recorded that episode oh, last yeah. time, I said, you're, talk about this this time. And you're like, no, no, I'll talk about it once it's done. This awesome Well, I didn't know I was going to die on a plane. Like, I felt like that yeah. was a bit more exciting. Otherwise, it was, the lunch was great, but That's it was more fair. of a 1% flex because it was like seven-course meal. I think it was 1500 bucks between eight of us. And uh, then all, you could, all the drinks paid for for the next six Ooh. hours after that. Went to Let's Crown for 400 bucks. And then, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. What'd you win on? <laughs> roulette or, or blackjack? Uh, roulette. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, had an okay uh, night. I'd won enough. And then as we were walking out, I put a hundred bucks on red, got up. And then my boss was like, put it, put one on a third. And I was like, all right, stuff it. And then the third got up. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and you left? Uh, yeah. Well, cause I had to drive to Sydney in eight hours after that. So I was like, all oh, right, all right. Put, better get out of here anyway i uh i definitely set you up for that subtle flex that not so subtle flex um but you know it's what I'm are saying. you trying to yeah, like position updates. me in the one percent are you trying to put me with the enemy i actually you know I might, we have to cut this out because i don't want to i don't want anyone to look into our right to claim being 99 percenters because i think there's there's some questions that could be asked <laughs> but let's keep moving step four mate and you're not going to like this i don't think because you are you're pretty basic. You're very basic. Uh, <laughs> wingmen. Wingmen, mate. Wingmen. I they right. shit me to Go tears. On. I hate wingmen. I think I think if you need a, if you need someone walking up to a chick, and honestly, this is how or 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 you're actually I, I think wingmen for girls are actually good because guys need as much help as they can. If you're if you've got a, if you're a girl <laughs> and you've got a friend that'll walk up to a guy and say, Hey, my friend likes you, that's that's just it. You're on. Like You've, you've won him over. That's simple as that, I've found. Um, but for guys, it's different because, you know, it's a little bit harder, I guess. Um, and you've got guys that have this <laughs> wrong idea of wingmen from, like, the sitcoms they watch. They walk up and they're like, look at my mate over there. He's like this, like, fighter pilot. And, like, they always, it's always terrible. Like, honestly, it's always <laughs> awful. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter who they are. They always have this wrong idea of trying to build you up. It's like, I don't need to be built up. Just, like, look at me, dude. Look at me. I don't need, I don't need oh, your fake God. stories. Look at my life. Let me tell them about my life. 
Um, I've been cock blocked <laughs> by wingmen before. Shout out, shout out, uh, Getty Dow, uh, G Force. Uh, <laughs> to shame him on the pod. <laughs> we said, hey, he doesn't listen, Getty. You don't, you fake friend. You don't listen. I'll say what oh I want, God, Getty. You cock blocked me, mate. You. Oh. Like I said, mate, I'm at, I'm at less than zero percent operating power here. I'm on. I'm in hysterics. I'm below functioning. I, I've got nothing. I don't care. I'm unleashed. Um, and, and fuck wingmen, dude. I think they're shit. I think it's for cowards. That being said, uh, nah. the nights when you and I would wingman each other, by God, we would strike. We would often we would strike high. But yeah, yeah. mostly, um, I think that you can't find good wingmen. You can't. Well, that's, Don't count. I've got a different kind of tactic to all of this. Um, um, actually, just shout out to your little uh, mention about girl wingmen. I 100% agree. Last weekend, yep. I was just standing at the bar waiting to get a drink. And this chick comes up to me. She's like, turn around. I was like, uh, okay. And I just turned around. And then she's like looking at her friend. And they're just like, they're like nodding at each other. And I'm like, what is happening? She's like, we just wanted to see your yep. face to see if you're attractive. And I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, <laughs> <Did you pass laughs> yeah. I did pass the test, yeah. which was great. Happy news. Well, but, uh, that's what yeah, I'm saying. So it, I, it's not desperate. It's not low. It's not no. weak. Girls, yeah. do it. It's so effective. It. It'll work most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, and another good route for fellas. Oh, well, not fellas. Anyone could do this. Uh, it's a bit sneaky. It's a bit devilish. <laughs> I, I, I say to one of my friends, I was like, "Hey man, I'll be your wingman." And then I see a group of girls, and I'm like, "All right." And then I go talk to the most attractive one, the one that I want. And then I talk to her, oh. like, "Hey, your friend should get with my friend." And then we build this wingman alliance, and that puts her defenses down. And then all of a sudden, we've got good chat, good banner. Nice. And, um, yeah, and that kind of. Yeah, that's my way of working my way in. Um, and so to prove my point why you shouldn't have wingmen, this is an example. You've, you've, your wingman is actively seeking out the, not the most attractive person. Yeah, they're, They are instantly handicapping you. You might have had a chance with the prettiest girl there, but your wingman didn't want that for you. It wasn't part of their plan. That's what I'm saying. Wingmen don't do it. Well, that's do just it. selfish it, of them. I, that's selfish of them. Yeah, you should be glad your well. mate's getting up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but I do have another mate that um, is a good wingman. He's actually, I hate it, but it actually works where I'll be like talking to a girl and he'll come up and he'll just be like, no, 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 you're not good enough for him. And he'll like push her away. And I'm just like, no, 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 I want to talk to her. And then he's just like, no, 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 she's not good enough for you. She's not good enough for you. And, uh, and then they're all of a sudden trying to come at you because they're like, oh, no, 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 then we can talk. And then it's just a way to get their number. But he's pretty genuine about them not being good enough to me, which is a bit, a bit frustrating. <laughs> the, the... <laughs> he's, he is trying to attack their insecurities. In yeah. the club, but but yeah. it tends to work out for me, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. But uh, step five. Step five is pretty easy. As uh, I think it, it's probably been a little bit evident throughout the steps. You know, we started as a group and um, yep. as things of, you know, the drink management, the no expectations of wingmans, we've slowly dropped down to singular. And uh, that is step five. It is, yep. uh, it's go rogue. You know, go on your own adventure. You know, ditch your mates. If they can't keep up, they can't keep up. It's as simple as that. This is, yep. this is for like pre-12, you know, midnight. I was going to say 12 a.m. or p.m., but honestly, I don't even know which one's which half the time. Oh, that does my head in. I always say 12.01 <laughs> p.m. or 12.01 a.m., just so I can be safe. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, I'm going mid midnight today. And, uh, yeah, because yeah, at midnight, play, that's, when, that's when the couples, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, that's when they go home. And after that, it's, yep. a, it's just a slaughter fest, if um, that's not the right word. 
take that back. It's chaos from 12 yep. to 2, and then anything after 2 is just nothing good happens. So, uh, but unless yeah. unless you're by yourself, and then you can create your own story, create your own path, you know? Yeah, I, um, I, I'm inclined to agree with going rogue. Um, I think we're both renowned for it. You in particular, you're a very early <laughs> adopter of going rogue. In fact, you'll sometimes, yeah. I feel like, get out of the, the bus or the taxi, and it's like, <laughs> oh, we've lost us. Um, <laughs> it's got a different bar. That being said, and it comes back to my hypocrisy with wingmen. It's like, I, I agree, go rogue. I reckon that's yeah. where a lot of the source and the magic is. You can really forge your own identity. You're not, you know, bound to someone else that maybe isn't on the same vibe as you, whatever. But mm. um, it makes me sound a bit desperate. But I will, I will hunt you down, Dos. I will, I will go rogue <laughs> on the hunt. People will be like, "What's Dan doing?" He's like, "Oh, he's off by himself." But I'm actually, I'm searching for, <laughs> searching for where Dos is, Dos is left. I'm following clues, following heartbreaks, slurpees, you know, yeah. jugs. There's maybe a jug on the ground. Um, Dos, you might be steering clear of. Pot plant that have tack one minute because you're like oh Dan's nearby he's almost he's, yeah. he's close he's gonna <laughs> he find me, me. Um, yeah yeah um, but I agree go rogue do your own thing go rogue rogues row 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 that it's the way to go. Yeah, I think 100%. Um, I think between those five steps and our just wisdom when it comes to clubbing, um, I know I know I'm know, i the clubbing guy. Like if someone's like, hey, oh, we should go yeah. out, the first thing they call, they call me and they drag me out because yeah. they know I don't want to keep money in my bank account. So I'm <laughs> first to agree and I'm um, ready to set the pace. Just- can we can we commit to a percentage? Like, what what rate do you reckon people will um, either hook up or perhaps have a great night based off of these five steps? Maybe we go with hook up because I mean you can always have a great night, quite frankly, if you've got the right attitude. But yeah. if you're looking to actually hook up with these tips, you know we gave the docile guarantee on the first date last week. Um, yeah. Probably like those tips you found the one. <laughs> How likely do you reckon realistically if you followed these tips, you'd you'd probably end up you know finding finding someone? I I'm gonna I'm gonna settle on the magic number. Of ninety percent, I reckon. Yeah. Of of having a yeah. good night, not necessarily finding something, but having a good night. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cop out. That's a cop out. Yeah. Well, no, it's not about finding something. If you, that, this is literally step three. No expectations, and you're trying to make me put you're expectations right. on everyone. <laughs> I've, I've failed. I have not followed step three. Thank you for correcting me. Sometimes you know, sometimes we don't follow our own steps. And, yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's, thanks for calling me out. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like uh, it's like Alcoholics Anonymous when someone's called out for drinking <laughs> drinking beer. I've been called out for not following step three, having no expectations. You're right. Yeah. Um, Dos, let's jump on to someone that someone does he go rogue? Does Christian he, go rogue? Well, Is well, he a big core works, guest? He works behind the bar, and um, he I have witnessed him go rogue a number of times. So he's had both experiences. He's witnessed a lot from uh, his days behind behind the till, and um, yeah, a lot of other days the other side of the till. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But well, <laughs> yes, let, let's right. let let's let Christian do the talking. Uh, yes, Christian, please. how you doing? Uh, hi, boys. Um, good. How are you, fellas? Yeah, mate. Oh, we are living the you. absolute dream here. Yeah, rabble going on. So, uh, yeah, feel free. We're counting on you to bring some quality chat. Can you provide? Yeah. As 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 Dos probably knows more than Pros. That's probably a rarity, but I'll give it my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good to hear that's good to hear because uh really the the thought process for getting christian on we love christian love him dearly but we just had a double up last week so we couldn't double up again because otherwise people were out of friends i'm trying to get a guestless episode a big call with a big call that we just do 
But then if we go from a double up to no guests at all, people might think, oh, they've actually run out of people that even would double up from their pool of friends. Um, <laughs> thankfully, at, at, the, at the midnight hour, at the 11th hour, Christian answers the call, comes through in the clutch. And uh, Christian, before we get into how we met, do you go rogue, mate? What's your philosophy when you go clubbing? Uh, yeah, look, I'd say I definitely do go rogue because there's definitely nights where I've ended up, you know, getting home at 7 a.m. and, like, having to go from walk from somewhere to my brother's house again to drop me off somewhere else. And But then other times I've been uh, very tame. But, yep, definitely the capacity to go rogue. Tell us, tell us the kid's bed story. No, I'm not. Tell us the kid's bed story. <laughs> I'm not saying that one. <laughs> Fuck, no. <laughs> Oh, come on. No. Come on. That could be, right. right. be, right. be for another day. That could be another day. When right. we have Christian, more listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When, when there's actual societal consequences to your, to your <laughs> yeah. yeah, but people I mean, still go to the back catalogue. Uh, Chris- so they'll keep on listening to the old stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, how how did you uh, how did you meet the uh, illustrious Doss? Well, it actually. Oh my god, it's a wingman story. Oh uh, yeah, it actually is a wingman story, so that's kind of perfect. But also, <laughs> it does tie into the fact that coming in at the last minute, as always, because I feel like I'm always that eleventh hour person that Doss calls me and be like, "Oh, mate, can you drive me to the airport? When? Oh, an hour." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, I met Doss. It was actually, uh, funnily enough, we were both, he had just applied for the DCSS, the Commerce Society, and I noticed this profile photo of a fella in a dress. I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a weirdo. Uh, it'll probably work out. Like, um, but I was at the 21st. And um, yeah, I was just talking to this girl that I worked with. And all of a sudden, this guy comes all the way across to me because he's interested in her. And I'm like... Uh, Hang on a minute, you look familiar, and it was uh, it was Doss because I'd seen his <laughs> his dress profile photo, yeah. and from there it has flourished to what we know it today. So yeah. did you guys like ditch the girl? Did you guys like realize that you were the match of the night and just dip on the um, chair? No, yeah. <laughs> no, Doss, Doss definitely. <laughs> like Doss, that. you rat, you rat. <laughs> I mate, I came this is over like big manning policy at that play again. <laughs> I came over like me and Christian were like best mates from years back. And I was like, oh, hey Christian, mate, how's it going on? Who's this? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm shocking. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, but Christian, mate, uh, my best mate from a long time back, uh, the doctor's on the phone. He wants to talk about that STD, <laughs> so you might want to go over and answer that. And I'll, uh, I'll chat, I'll chat with, this, with this lovely lady. <laughs> I'll Look, keep it busy. I'm glad he didn't go down that route, but no, he just, you know, just sliced into the conversation perfectly, and, and I was like, ah. Oh. I'll leave them to it because obviously Doss is on a mission here and then went off and talked to my other friends and it was all good. Nice. Well, Christian, um, my story, I don't really know about you, but I, I don't remember much of my life, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I will say that we either met when you came to Koran in Queensland or on the off chance I went to Victoria and that's probably the extent... I'm- I can remember. I'm pretty positive it was actually DOS's 21st. Oh, iconic. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I met yeah. a bunch of the Victorians. That was an iconic moment, actually. We've, we talked about that in the parties episode, I think, as well, which is episode one, I do believe, about uh, getting the squad. And you know the, the squad's mm. good when they follow, follow you across states. And you were one of those good people. But today, you're on the pod because you've got a big call, a time in your life where you made a big call. And uh, you get, you'll tell us a story, get to that big moment, We'll tell you what we would have done, and then you tell us what you did. Christian, what is your big call? Alrighty, so like everyone else, my big call is definitely related to travel because that seems to be where everyone gets their uh, good stories. And basically, 
it was true, the true. back end of the America trip um, that I went to with Sanders. Contiki? No, we just did our own thing. We um, like Ooh, just we basically yeah. followed Fancy a trailer man. basketball. <laughs> we basically followed a trailer basketball games because we just wanted to go see a bunch of nice. players play. And just at this stage, you're virgins. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen the king play earlier, so go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> I nearly saw, nearly saw a messy play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass on that comment. I'm just going to keep going. Anyway, we're in Miami and it's supposed to be like this beautiful sunny place, but it was also the back end of the trip. So we'd consumed far too many cheeseburgers, wings, all that sort of stuff. So we were feeling, <laughs> we were feeling heavy and we discovered they have like bikes you can just rent to go places. So we were on getting on the bikes to, you know, good. feel a bit good about ourselves because we hadn't done a lot. And... That day, we were supposed to go jet skiing. And so we got up in the morning. We saw outside, it was like lightly drizzling. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's 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 bike. Let's save a bit of money here. Again, budgeting, shout out episode four, I think. Oof. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, so we got on the bikes and started pedaling down to the marina wherever to get on the jet skis. And then about 10 minutes later, as we're on the ride, it starts bucketing down, like absolute downpours. <laughs> and, you know, we had everything in the basket of the bike. So everything important, passport being one <laughs> Wait, of Wait, these, these bikes had little, what, baskets on yeah, the Yeah, they front. had little baskets. Shut That's up. That's <laughs> cute. Oh, That's, That's cute. You really don't um, help with this virgin chat. <laughs> That's a whole uh, <laughs> Anyway, we had everything important in there, including passports, but they were like in a backpack and we got absolutely drenched on. And then we got to a certain point and we pulled over and we're like, is Jet Team skiing even going to go ahead because we saw like it was just we were just drenched from head to toe and we looked at Sanders phone and he's gone yeah it's actually been cancelled they called us about 15 minutes ago (laughs) anyway and then I looked at my passport and like you could not peel the pages apart that's how bad it was no we were still on the bikes (laughs) we're still on the bikes so we had to race back to the uh, hostel and get the hair dryers out blow dry them just to try and get them as best as possible because we had to go home in like four or five days. Anyways, then we went to San Diego, oh. which was fine because, you know, in in the country flight. And here's where the option, here's the big call part. We had initially planned to go to Mexico just for a day or two just to see what it was like. With the damaged passport, may I add, would you have gone all balls out and gone to Mexico or chickened out? Talk, tell me about the extent of the damage to this passport. Are we talking like blurred words? Is it like uh, all crumpled up? It what's, was what's It was crumpled up. It was very crumpled up. It wasn't necessarily blurred as in blurred as in the picture and all that sort of stuff. However, like we were confident we'd definitely be able to get home, but that's all I'll give you. I don't know about you, but this kind of reminds me of that situation we had uh, at Puerto Varas or wherever it was. Um, Puerto Mont or Puerto Varis where we were trying to cross the border and uh, we basically found ourselves in a bit of a a situation um, and we were potentially doing some scuffed things and it was taking days it was very confusing we're trying to get passes and we decided to plow on into the unknown (laughs) possibly across the borders where people could have potentially got pulled out and by people with guns which actually happened thankfully not targeting us not on that bus i am gonna i'm gonna say i am going to roll the dice um and i'm also going to possibly get ready to dig into the bank of mum and dad and go to mexico 
and uh, potentially, yeah, potentially, I don't know, get stranded there because the passport's so scuffed. Oh, but maybe then I'm, I want to buy the tickets because what if the passport doesn't get me on the plane? I've got to get home though, so I've got to find out somehow. I don't know, actually. I, I, I'm just going to try my chance, try take my chance on on Mexico, and uh, hope that. No, actually, do you know what? Scratch that. I'm staying in San Diego, and I'm going to make sure I don't waste my money in case my passport's too scuffed to go to Mexico. Are we going to put like no, a... I'm, oh I'm not going to... No, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm do, sorry. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. We've, we've quit on countries before. I, I'll quit on Mexico this trip. We'll go back another time. We need to put like a, a time limit on these responses, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're already digging into your time, dude. <laughs> Fair. Oh, well, mine's easy. It's just you're going straight to Mexico, but because there's another reason. Because if you're in Mexico and your passport doesn't get you on the plane, doesn't get you home, well, you're going to create more of an urgency if you're in Mexico than if you're in America. Because in America, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, they'll be right. But in Mexico, you can get the media involved if things <laughs> take too long. So you've got a bit more flex there. A bit, and uh, I think that'll get you home to sit on that. I mean, I like fair it. enough. Yeah. What'd you do? Christian, what did you, you made do, this Christian? big call yourself. What did you do? Yeah. He's actually still in America. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that was what, a few years ago. No, um... so I'd like to meet my Mexican mum and dad. <laughs> Well, look, um, unfortunately, oh, look, I'd love to say that I bit the bullet and went to Mexico. However, the state of the passports, like I said, we were confident we'd get back to Australia, but we weren't confident that we'd be able to get back from Mexico to America to get to our next flight. So some would call us, do call us the, uh, well, say we did the Coward Act, but we did the Coward Act. We stayed in San Diego. Um, <laughs> we, said in, we don't call it the Coward Act because it's the act that I agree on. So we call that the Hero Act. <laughs> I have a different word for it, <laughs> and it does start with C. <laughs> I thought it started with V after the conversation before, but sure. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we cowed out. We stayed in San Diego. We adventured around there, and then ended up getting back to Australia. And as we got home. We, we as, as expected, we did get questioned on the passport. So, like, get a bit wet, Whoa. mate. And it's like, yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> did you, like, uh. to sell the story, did you, like, go into the airport bathroom and just, like, splash water all over your face? So, you, like, you looked like you're wet. And you're like, oh, I was just, yeah, I'm it was still recent. wet, mate. I'm still wet, man. It was really recent. <laughs> <laughs> That's how wet it was. I mean, I didn't have time to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been a weird tactic because the pages were clearly dry, <laughs> but. Well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't expect it then. And if they don't expect it, they're, you're more likely to believe your story. That's my... <laughs> and this is why Doss, uh, this is why we don't listen to Doss's <laughs> advice. Um, Christian, thanks so much for the big call. We're glad to have you back in Australia, although I would have loved to have met your Mexican family if you did get caught over there. Yeah, that would actually have been pretty fun. There had been a fiesta in the hall. Oh, Spanish fun. <laughs> I was going to say siesta, but I realise that's nap. I might just be tired. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're very pro well, stuffing up your words on this podcast. We're, we're very happy for you we to are. I realise I'm in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, mate, we'll leave you to it. Thanks so much for jumping on. Cheers. And thanks for coming on, Christian. It was nice to have a little Mexico experience on the podcast. A little Mexican? Yeah. Yep. We've had a fair bit of uh, Southeast Asia, so it's nice to get one of the Americas in. <laughs> what have you got, mate? What What are you doing? Well, I've got my Hear Me Out today, and it's, it does involve clubbing and something that's close to my heart, line cutting. It's an interesting one because everybody's very staunch on either side. There's no one in the middle. And um, I hate yep. to say it, but man, I'm, I'm pro line cutting. Oh, you're right. I, I think if you have connections that can get you up that line, then um, you got to use them. 
It's cold, especially in Victoria. It is cold, and you don't want to be standing out in the cold. Get, no one wears a jacket out. It's taking every part of me not to jump in here, but keep going. <laughs> keep telling us why. Keep, make it make your case because I think it's plus. You don't want to sober up. You don't want to sober up too much, and um, and it's it's tough. Like I feel bad about it, but like I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna do it. Like why wouldn't I do it? I see people in front of me do it, and um, and it's tough for me to do it as well because I'm tall. I'm a dude. Everyone can see me, so they I get pointed out a fair bit, and I I have to live and die by the sword. So, yeah, that's my stance. Mate, you don't want to sober up, right? You're, you're like, oh, I don't want to sober up. I should cut this line. Mate, people in the line don't want to sober up, all right? Mate, this is a this is an indictment on society. Yeah, this is exactly what people's problems are. are they, the rich get richer, mate. For the people thing. with connection. It's not about what you know. <laughs> it's about who you know. And you are you are flexing that on fine people in the line that are waiting there that maybe could have cut in as well but had some moral fiber not to do it. Yeah, but you it's are, not about... You are the reason why it's the line about, is so long. It's not about the people in the line. It's about the people in inside and they're the ones already inside that are going to experience the whole night and have a good time but i'm gonna add value to their night in the club other people <laughs> behind me gonna add value i just can't be sure i can't be 90 percent sure. of 90 percent of them won't yeah but <laughs> looking at the statistics i'm in the 10 percent of the socially capable so um, i feel like yeah. me going in there is going to benefit everybody yeah i i don't like it dude i i couldn't do it because if someone called me out on it I guess I'm conflict averse, but I'm also, you know, I do find myself in conf- confrontational situations and then thrive in it, um, or you know, back down. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, hey, shout out to uh, Rolling Rock D Floor, the uh, throwing bows. I love that, uh, love that dance move. But yeah, I, I think that's a rad act, mate. I, I, I don't like it. I think you should stop, um, unless you're cutting me in as well, and I won't cop any uh, negative feedback for it. <laughs> so you're happy to be ushered into the push in but not the instagram i specifically remember one night that actually ended early because you're like you cut into the front of the line you're like boys 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 you're out there with like six of us hey boys boys i know this bouncer i can get us in here and you cut to the front of the line and he's like oh you know it's really full he's not sure and and you're like oh mate come on let us in let us in let us in well let me in and i'll get the boys in some other way sort of thing so you get let in, and you come around to the side door that you tell us to meet you at. And you, first of all, you don't come, you don't pop up there for like twenty minutes, half an hour. We're all standing out in the freezing cold of winter in Melbourne, um, and I'm not wearing long pants. I probably am wearing long pants at this point. So uh, we're all freezing anyway, waiting, waiting, waiting. Is this the right door? Is this the right door? Anyway, after all that time, you pop through the window that you're supposed to sneak us in through with like a drink in your hand, probably, and you're just like, "Sorry, boys, not tonight." And I was like. Yeah, and the night was over and we left and I remember I went and bought some like dinky hotel room slept there which actually turned out to be pretty nice because I love hotel rooms but yeah, yeah that was the worst I, 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 you know stuff line cutting you're a rat you're a dog whoa, you are whoa, the anti-wingman that's, anti- that's a personal attack are... <laughs> let's just keep this to the hear me out man come on <laughs> don't come at me <laughs> alright hypothetically someone that does what you do is a coward is a rat is a dog but not necessarily you let's just say that <laughs> Yeah, no, fair. Uh, well, no, not fair, but also fair. Yeah, I hear you. We're at an impasse and unstoppable force meets an immovable object here. Unstoppable force, though. Let's Which focus on that because that's what the road guide is. Oh. 13 episodes in. Lucky number 13. One of my favorite numbers. Here we are. We're on the back end of another ripping, gripping episode. And, uh, you know, as always, shout outs to the Instagram. Pretty slack from our meme makers this week, I've got to say. Yeah, um, also, some of the memes that my friends send through don't get featured which upsets me and upsets my friends firstly Um, i'd be happy i'd be happy to put up memes if they sent them but like you need to get friends first you need to listen to the episode episode five man friends episode learn what learn a thing or two 
All right. Okay, mate. Um, either way, get in touch with us. Get on the DMs. If you're listening and you want to be a part of the big call, if you've got a controversial thought you just want to have in the hear me out, if uh, you just want to send in some memes, we'd love to see them. Um, or just say, hey, and send us some cash. We love that too, and we appreciate it. I'm happy. I think I've educated people today. I think um, people are going to be smashing the clubs that extra 10% harder, uh, which we'd love to see. Awesome. Uh, episode 13 in the books. 15 episodes this season. So a couple more to come. Uh, we're going to have an awards show, but stay tuned for that. Um, get your tips in for your favorite guests and your favorite calls and your favorite references. Just send us in what categories you want to see as well as some of your personal favorites and we'll uh, get those going there. But Doss, as always, that's the end of a uh, Rogue Guide episode. Uh, do you want to hit us up with your favorite Scooby-Doo no, Rogue Guide impression? To, uh... <laughs> I knew you were going to throw to me. I was like, just close I love the it, episode. Dude. I love it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>